Who's who's gonna start? So then she looks at me and she says, "Wrecked him, damn near killed him." <laughs> I I need to know. Do you actually know the setup of that joke? <laughs> that is the setup. <laughs> that's that's the whole. That's Wrecked the him. joke. Damn near killed him. God damn it. All right, I'll start. Please. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to Versus And, the show where we ask the questions that definitely needed asking. I am your big screen bingo drinking beer boy with the big screen to only watch your cases of COVID-19 burgeon. Brent Lacey. I'm sorry, I was just that that one just took so long to go nowhere. <laughs> it's not about the I destination. What I was gonna it's about, say. It's about the journey. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh <laughs> please please cut that out. Um I am your Thunder Blunder brother from down under, David Hallman. Uh hello everybody. Uh let me let me check the, the files real quick. Uh uh let me hold on i gotta uh no hold on uh this one uh and i it turns out am still nolan lacy you son of a bitch i was so excited got me all juiced up and left me for what you were gonna bring (laughs) you got me all horny for this one and then it was nothing Again, got, David, it's about it's about the journey. It's not the destination. Right, David. The wheel in the sky keeps on turning. <laughs> Fuck your wheel. It's driving me nuts. If we want <laughs> if we want to bring so, up punchlines to jokes. So this pirate walks into a bar. And, yeah. <laughs> and he said, wrecked him. Damn near killed, killed him. This is nothing. So it's uh it's a day one twenty of <laughs> oh god of COVID. Is it actually 120? Depending on where you started counting. Yeah. Yeah. I started counting 120 days ago. Uh, Well, uh, according to America, it's day zero. Uh, According to America, what COVID? (laughs) Oh, man. My wife informed me of this fun tweet she saw that said, uh, America is the Florida of the world. Yep. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, boy. Like, there's so many people making the joke, the, the Ricky Bobby meme of like... If you aren't first, you're last, because, like, Florida recorded, uh, you know, 15,000 cases in a day, and we're winning COVID! Yay! I argue <laughs> now, I think Houston's got, uh, oh, wait, no. You know, maybe the whole state of Florida. I do know that Houston is the hot spot right now. Houston is, is has outdone New York. Yeah, Florida, Flor- 15,000 cases are the most cases reported in a single day. Brought to you by Florida. I saw if Florida was a country, it would be like the third in the world as far yep. as COVID. And there are still people in Florida who just like are so confused why we have to do anything. They're, they're you know, coughing and dying and sick and, you know, and that's all before COVID. So like you add that yeah. in there oh, and yeah, no. it's just this, this cesspool of just people being dumb and Ah, it's awful. You will never find a more disgusting hive of scum and villainy. villainy. (laughs) Kind of what it feels like. Yeah, Brent, I I think that's a pretty good lead into your uh, 
to your thing. I had a question I was thinking the other day about trying to put all this in perspective. And it and, and I have a theory, and we may or may not get to that. But like what astounds me is just the 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 blatant disregard in the face of a natural disaster. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, albeit a quiet one, a disaster nevertheless. So my question in, uh, that I want to know from you guys is how how if people were to react the same way they are reacting or maybe not reacting in the face of covid to different natural disasters what would that what would that look like what would it sound like what would it taste like well b- before we we dive into actual natural natural disasters one of my favorite tweets that i've seen out of all of this is uh, if somebody tries to make a quote-unquote un- uh, realistic zombie movie and there aren't people talking about how you won't become a zombie if you get bit and yep. running directly at the zombies, then it can't be considered realistic. And right. Yep. That that just like so encapsulates what's going on that it, it hurts. Like is the onion even in business still? <laughs> I... I, I think so many things uh, came true from their articles that they are actually now a modern day Nostradamus. They're like one step below the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they've uh, deleted a bunch of their actual articles. They've left all of the titles up and uh, the, the titles that are most true, they've just replaced the entire article with one word and it's Welp. <laughs> That's it. Yep. <laughs> That's all, folks. So, uh, given that I'm f- known, actually, we're all from the South here. I, I figured let's start with uh, let's start with hurricane. Oh God! So the hurricane is bearing down on your city. What's your COVID-based reaction? Well, <laughs> to the hurricane. Again, I'm in Florida, Brent, and I don't know mm. if you know this, and I didn't know this until I moved to Florida. There's hurricane parties. Hmm. For right, her, so yeah, that's you're already on the right track. Yeah, pe- people see enormous natural disasters heading directly for their state and they go i could have a beer with that yeah it'd be good i i have a terrible confession you had a hurricane party didn't you i i did (laughs) right before hurricane harvey (laughs) we had a friend in town we were all together we we were playing beer pong on their fucking kitchen island. It was ridiculous. We were having fun, and then the night we but you, knew, but you were you were indoors. We were you indoors. Were, we were very were blessed indoors. the whole time. You weren't like out middle finger to the cloud and <laughs> no, the storm but we did try to Shotgun in the air, American the, flag in the other hand. The night before the flooding got so bad that we had to go somewhere else. We did attempt to drive to Whataburger. <laughs> Ooh, uh, we didn't make it out of the neighborhood because, surprise, surprise, the roads were flooded. And that still wasn't a good enough sign to us that the end days were coming. I remember we kept trying to watch the Great British Baking Show and then it the, the power kept going out. And I was mad because I wanted to know how Mary Berry felt about those tarts. If you're interested in GBBO, I would recommend looking at our versus and page on finalplank.com. <laughs> oh no interesting parody oh no have you not seen it david i i vaguely remember you talking about it but i didn't watch it i need to watch it yeah you gotta go watch it so i think the hurricane version of this is the thing some... is you're not gonna you're not gonna like spread hurricane <laughs> <laughs> if you do something stupid 
and get swept away. Yeah, no, it's just you. It's it's just God. I wish this was like that. When I was in college, my my roommate and I tried to uh, walk from our dorm to the beach in Charleston during a hurricane, and we got stopped by a police officer almost there who inquired why we were walking out to the beach during a hurricane. And then our college response was like, well, I don't want to go on the beach. <laughs> so you can't go out there. So get back, get in the car. I'll drive you back to town. So we got in this cop car and she drove us back to the nearest bus stop, which was at a Target. So she just lets us out. She pulls up in front of Target, lets two college kids out the back of the car, right where the entrance is, and just drives away. And then all these people see us. We just like walk in the Target. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get all the way to the station. Like, here, Time, times are tough for the police right now. They also have to get into Uber. This was... <laughs> the the whole hurricane thing is like people in Florida are reacting to COVID like they're reacting to a hurricane. So it's it, it's not much different, honestly. For all right, me. let's step let's step it up one earthquake. Earthquake. The 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 earth done quaketh. <laughs> the, the thing about earthquakes is. Yeah, how do you how do you deny an earthquake? Like hurricanes, you have a couple of days. You know, the, it comes in, oh, yeah. it wrecks your shit, it sits there for a day, and then it moves up the coast. Whereas an earthquake is like a couple of seconds, maybe a couple of minutes if it's a real bad one. Are, are we just talking about denial of it, or are we just talking about like, well, I'd, I'd live through an earthquake. I, I find where earthquakes happen to live through them because earthquakes don't fit like that kind of reaction. Yeah, sure. I am more thinking of like as years go by it I you know I'm calling it next year someone is going to blame an earthquake on something that has literally no impact on the earthquake. Thanks Obama. Yeah, exactly. Or or like that's the thing is like there's going to be a 5G tower 5G earthquake. Yeah. Mm. So they're positioning the 5g towers to create the earthquakes it's the positronic ions and you take into account <laughs> the magnetosphere it's them goddamn wind about. turbines shaking mm-hmm. the ground <laughs> if the wind turbines weren't making so much wind that wouldn't have so much friction with the ground ergo thus and therefore i i actually have a story from a co-worker about a bizarre reaction to earthquakes if you'll indulge me. And I feel it's... Ooh, I do too. You do have a good story about earthquakes. Go go do yours. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I, I work with a bunch of engineers. And there was this one guy... Like, firstly, if you work with a bunch of engineers, you know they are odd. They are odd people. People who gravitate towards wanting to engineer are typically odd. This man fit that stereotype very, very well. And to hear him tell you his life story, he was an opera singer and a landscape architect, and he won the Nobel Prize for engineering, and he did all, like, he he just always had these good things. For, for example, I had to drive with him from Jacksonville to Tampa, and we took some back roads. While we're driving, he, he turns to me and he goes, hey, do you like barbecue? I was like, yeah, I love barbecue. I'm from the South. Like, how can you not like barbecue? And he's like, there's this real good mom and pop place that I'm going to point out. And if you guys want to stop for lunch, we should do it. They, they, they're they really top notch. So in my head, I'm thinking like, all right, we're going backwoods, Florida. We're going to get some like gator tail. 
We're going to get some like fricasseed chicken. Like it's, it's okay. I'm building it up in my head. We come to this intersection, middle of nowhere, Florida. There's a Sonny's on the corner. <laughs> I and said he, Sonny's was mom and pop. That's yeah. And he points to it and he goes, that Sonny's will give you a good serving. And I was just like, I think I'm good for barbecue today. Sonny's is like the Applebee's of barbecue. <laughs> it, is. it absolutely wow. is. So, like, that, that's just the level of, th- like, he builds these things up and then you actually see it. He's telling you he's going to take you to a Michelin star rated restaurant and then... It's actually just like a restaurant in a tire yeah. shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a, it's a Michelin with a bar next to it. It's the same Michelin. It's, it's a Burger King attached to a Michelin. So, uh, we're driving back from our, our job... And he starts telling me about how he's really into geology, too, because he's so smart. And like, you know, he he wanted to do seismic studies. So he just did all these studies on his own. So he's really well versed in seismology, better than most Ph.D. seismologists are because he's just so smart. Guys comparing their seismology. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you better put that away, bud. He starts talking about this earthquake. I think it's the same earthquake that. Your story is about Brent, the one in uh, 2014 up around yeah. Richmond. He was he was in um, Min- uh, Mineral, Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Maryland. So like further north, but they still felt the earthquake anyway. So he's he's sitting at his desk. There's been like no earthquake activity in this area for like 200 years or something like that. It, it's some absurd number there. What, what was it? The earthquake in Charleston hit 1880s. Let's see, I had sure. just graduated, so yeah, right then. <laughs> so he he's sitting at his desk and the first wave of earthquake comes through the S waves. I should know this. I should know this. I'm hang on, geologist. Hang on. Nolan, pause for a second. <laughs> David, didn't Nolan study geology in college? You know, I thought so until this very moment. All right. Oh, never mind. Let's God. all right. Nolan, go ahead. So he feels the precursor waves as they come in. And <laughs> you Googled it, that. No, every, everybody's it's like just... The, it's like the EP wave before the full album drops. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, he's got to drop it first so people get a hype for it. Um, he feels it, and he knows exactly what it is. Everybody else is freaking out, and he just, he just sits at his desk all calm. And he's like, oh, it's an earthquake. I told them to prepare for an earthquake, and nobody believed me because I'm so smart. So then the second set of waves come in and they're much larger and the whole building shaking and people are running around and he just gets up this random engineer and walks to the commander of the base a colonel and just laughs at him and that's where he ends the story and i was like i know one you absolutely didn't do that because you wouldn't walk up to the commander of any base and laugh at them and still have your position (laughs) they would move you somewhere else Anyways, that was my weird story about earthquakes. Brent, how about yours? Same earthquake, but this is down in Richmond, uh, 2014, I think. I was driving a Ford Escort ZX2 coupe that was having some, like, tie rod problems, I think. That's not the right term. You it's sure the... we're having some S-wave problems? We might be having some S-wave <laughs> problems. No, it, was, it had something to do with the engine. I'm not... A, did not study engineering, so I have an actual excuse for this. Um, anyway, the car would just shake every now and then. It would just vibrate and misfire. So I'm leaving the gym one day, and I'm going out of the parking lot, 
and I stop at the stop sign and it starts doing the same thing it always does. I'm like, this motherfucking car. Like, <laughs> I take this in, whatever. And it, it finishes, the car catches back up. I keep driving home and I'm going down the broad main street in town and I see just like every office building, like dozens of people outside. I'm like, these lazy motherfuckers all taking their smoke breaks, all this. So like, just get, come on. Like, I know it's a nice day, but for real, like everybody was outside of their office. I'm like, what is this country coming to? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I get home and all my shit's on the floor in my apartment. <laughs> like everything had fallen off the walls. And then like slowly it started, <laughs> I started piecing it together here. Like, oh, I get it. All right. It was an earthquake. That's nice. I had a piece of art that I bought from a vegan restaurant, uh, a four by six framed painted glass pane that just said stay oh. high oh no. so i bought it and i and i and i set it uh above my door frame to the 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 dining room and then um it fell and broke oh. so it said stay high but it didn't it did not <laughs> no last one volcano I, I mean people would go back to like ritual sacrifice around volcanoes at that point that's oh, how you no, turn Toss a ginger in there. <laughs> People would just be like, oh, volcanoes don't. It's not the volcano that hurts you. It's the fall into it. Like shit like that. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like, you guys... Volcanoes only kill about uh, only kill about <laughs> three people a year. Well, when you compare you... volcanoes to mountains, mountains kill more people than volcanoes. Well, yeah. I'm sure we could just legislate volcano control and that'll fix the whole problem. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know Kyle Kinane? I, that name sounds familiar. Stand-up comedian? Yeah. He, he's got a bit about uh, insomnia. 5.30, here we go. I think we got it. I think if we set up a series of cannons with reciprocating netting, that we may be able to effectively shoot the meat over the volcano and cook it that way. Now, of course, I've thought that you're going to have to get the barrels of the canyon with striations in them appropriately because you're going to want to rotisserate those items. <laughs> and then you, it hits you. Oh, I forgot something. Oh, it was to sleep. I forgot to sleep. And, and I think that's where people would go. It'd be like barbecue parties on top of the volcano. You got to like slingshot the chicken. <laughs> You have to like shoot it out of a cannon so it rifles for like even evenly distributing the caramelization on the skin and have some on the other side to like catch it as it comes across. I did see a video of some scientists. I mean, at least I pray they were scientists. Um, some guy in some guys in like proper protection gear to be around lava, letting lava flow. Is it lava or magma when it's moving? It's no. lava. Okay, it's cool, cool, magma cool. when it's underground. It's That's lava when it. it's above ground. I knew see, it was. See, I did study geology. I thought it was magma when it was in the bottle, and it was lava once you poured it on the ice cream. <laughs> no, that's that's a la mode. That means God be with ice cream. <laughs> so these guys were funneling lava like down this uh, uh, chute. I guess, or, or down this, you know, just this guided path, and above it they had a grill. I've seen that. Yes, it was like it was like manufactured lava. I, yeah, want so badly to try that. It's it'd be terrible. 
I well, yeah, cook your food thing. at eight hundred degrees. Like here's well, no, it doesn't take long. Just like tss, tss, done. Yeah, no, you just that's listen. Then that is the fastest steak restaurant in the world. You have to want your steak medium rare um, <laughs> or medium at at best, probably. Mm. Uh, there's a game that I love. Uh, shit, uh, the Curse of Monkey Island. And at one point, you wind up on an island with uh, uh, a volcano, and there are people there that worship the volcano, and they're going to make a sacrifice to it. And the main character is like, "Oh man, are you gonna like sacrifice a person?" And they're like, "No, that's barbaric. That's so fucked up. No, we've made a simulacrum of a person." out of fruits and vegetables and we're going to put it in there and so they do that and it's a a funny bit you're supposed to for one of the puzzles drop some cheese in there uh because they allude to it later that the volcano god is lactose intolerant there you go and when that happens it explodes and you have to use the lava to make fondue um that's all that sounds kind of florida i was about to say all that to say i would love some lava fondue um that that sounds really nice i i think i was watching an episode of diners drive-ins and dives because i hate myself uh fuck you that's a great show and they uh he he was going through different pizza restaurants and there was one restaurant that did like a coal-fired oven and kept it at like thirteen hundred degrees Celsius. Coal-fired oven? Yeah, that's what I remember. You get and a nice like try- carbon monoxide twinge on your pizza at the end <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I like yeah. the mineral taste. <laughs> I hope you like it, Petey. But they only had to put the pizza in <laughs> the oven for pizza. like eight seconds. Right. Like the the guy put all the toppings on and did that and then took it out and like that was the whole it came out and it was like charred on the sides and bubbling mm. i'm like why would you even attempt to cook something that fast it's gonna be bad it's pretty metal i, so I don't metal. know man i love making cookies in 30 seconds by setting the oven to forty thousand degrees <laughs> yeah if it says 350 for 40 minutes that's 700 for 20 minutes it's just yeah. math yeah obviously does your oven not go that high <laughs> It's my it my oven goes to eleven because it's one more. <laughs> it's harder than the highest, you know, setting. So I I think I th- we can I think we can put this to bed that um, people are dumb. Humans and they haven't die. quite made it out of the trees yet. Um, be safe. Don't do anything stupid. Science is real. Wear a mask. I don't know Wear what else mask. to say wear a mask oh yeah if you're in a grocery store and you uh go up with a, a water gun you squirt somebody with a with a water gun for not wearing a mask and they punch you and you get into a fight whose fault is that i mean i guess it's... i'm asking for a friend <laughs> just like walk up just like uh uh what's his name david cross style it's like wear a mask i wash your hands wear a mask I think if you do uh, a squirt bottle on a misting setting, that it absolutely would be their their cause to start a fight. Mm. But if you did like a squirt gun, that could be considered assault. But if you just yeah. spritz them in the face, it's a spritz. Um, follow up to that. What if the spritz bottle is pepper spray? Mm. Mm. 
Do you think I can? If you're run in a Chili's, I don't think it counts. <laughs> you're just garnishing your dish at that point. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are there bottles like that in every restaurant? Applebee's just has like apple cider vinegar that they have. You might be onto something, Nolan. Aerosol-based <laughs> toppings. <laughs> so can can I can I be happy about something? Can we yeah, please. move on from people being dumb to me being happy? Please. Uh, I've been playing Saints Row 2, and it has reminded me why it is the best open-world game that's probably ever been made. Yeah. I've never played Saints Row 2. Tell me about it. I'm looking it, it up as you speak. So... Uh, I never actually played Saints Row 1, and from what I heard from people who played Saints Row 1 and then moved to Saints Row 2, you don't need to, because yeah. it doesn't matter. It looks matter. kind of like Grand Theft Auto-y. It, it's basically Grand Theft Auto, but fun and funny. Hmm. Yeah. There's there's a lot of humor. You have to. There's four gangs that you have to fight, and they're... Super stereotypical gangs from like movies or television. A, a lot of the things that you do to like fight them are silly in the story, but then there's also these random moments of like one of the lieutenants of the Ronin kills one of your lieutenant's girlfriends, and then you go on this big like honor quest to kill that guy, yeah. and you end up burying him alive at her funeral, and like. It gets real dark and real serious. But then also you have like mini games where you have to like have sex with a bunch of random people to, to like make money and everybody kind of makes fun of you for doing that. It's just called a side job. I know. Yeah. Side quest when it's in a game, Brent. Yeah. Come on. Come on. There's a like. Listen side... here, Mercedes. I'm on a quest. <laughs> <laughs> So you buck uh, up and just stick another knuckle in. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get these quest points. Like some of the, the side jobs that you get to do are insurance fraud, where you just oh, walk yeah. through neighborhoods. Ooh, some nice some nice air-conditioned white-collar crime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you throw it. yourself in front of cars, and it, it, like they turn on ragdoll physics for that side job. And you just like fly across the map and you have to just hit trees and people and cars and buildings. There's so many little things. And the thing is, like, you don't have to grind a lot. Like, you do have to kind of grind. But I'm sorry. What? So, like, you don't have to do meaningless, busy work to get uh, to level up. Ah, okay. You don't have to go Varkid hunting. Right. You don't have to do the same thing 15 times to get to the next level. You might have to do something once or twice, but then you can keep the story moving. So yeah. it moves at a lot brisker pace to, to keep the story moving. And there's just a bunch of little things. The soundtrack's really good. The DJs that host the the radio stations in the game are all really funny. The commercials are really funny. They're, they're like... Pr- what you're trying to do with the better, 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 and better commercials, that's what they do in Saints Row 2. Like, all the commercials are like that. Mm. They have a one... Quick reminder, today's episode is brought to you by the Law Offices of Better, 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 and Better. Better, 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 better and better. They have uh, this one guy who comes on to advertise for one of firearm stores and you know he's all pro second amendment and he talks about how everybody needs to own a gun and they they go extreme with it where like he's trying to give guns to babies and stuff 
But then there's like a news report about him being a, an awful alcoholic and getting into trouble. And like the gun store drops him. And later in the game, he's trying to get sponsorships from like the secondhand clothes store. And he shows up to do the recording wasted. And they just put the whole session on there of him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to sloppy seconds. There's a sale. Sale is sloppy seconds. Nick says sale is sloppy seconds. Is this a video game? Yeah. yeah. These guys were just like, what else can we put in here? Yeah, kind of. One of the main bad guys is Michael Dorn. And that makes me extremely happy. Like, Michael Dorn does the voice? Or they're like, you're going after <laughs> Michael Dorn. <laughs> it's, now you have to fight Michael Dorn as Worf, as Michael Dorn. Uh, no, he actually plays a really big white redneck. And it works really well. <laughs> I remember in Saints Row... Four, I want to say. How many of these are there? Four so oh, far. Okay. Um, Keith David is in it, and he's just he's just Keith David. Who's Keith David? Keith David, you would recognize him if you heard his voice. He's uh, the Arbiter in the Halo series. Yeah, I forgot mm. about that. Arbiter. Does he um, sell car insurance too? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Different guy. But he he was in there, and your character is president, and he is your vice president, and he's just Keith David. It's I I love it, and that's the main reason I remember his his actual name. Uh, is is I always heard his voice, and I was like, oh man, I love that dude's voice. And then he was in this game, and I was like, oh man, who plays this guy? It was Keith David. And I was like, okay, cool, I know his name now. This is Keith David. Then he was on Community for a little while. I was like, hey, it's Keith David. I, I like that the uh the first the first choice you have to make in Saints Row Four is either to like end childhood cancer or end poverty. Listen, we've got enough clout right now for one major bill, not both. What do you want me to push forward? Do you want to be the president who cured cancer or the president who solved world hunger? It's not a fun video game. <laughs> no, it's 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 just a silly fucking thing. It's it's a win-win situation at the beginning just to say like, yeah, you're the president now. You're in charge of everything. And that's the one that's basically the Matrix, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, but like listen to the cast of Saints Row 2, the voice voice actors. You have Daniel Day Kim, Eli uh, Eliza Dushku, Jamie Presley, Jay Moore, Keith David, Michael Dorn, Michael Rappaport, Neil Patrick Harris. Anyways, going back to the game, like the actual game part of it. I mean, it, you know, it, was, it came out in 2008, so it was before, like, everybody was trying to do open world stuff. And it, it makes me really sad that I can go back and play a 12-year-old game and still find it more fun in a... a a visceral way i mean like i you know i get into the cars that they give you the starting cars are real bad but like once you get the the higher end cars like it's so much fun like driving from one end of stillwater to the other end of stillwater the the map probably takes five minutes and and i would i will gladly do that there's yeah. not really a fast travel anyway i mean you can get a, a helicopter or a plane and go a lot yeah. faster but i love driving i love getting in there and and just finding a car, the fastest one that I can get, driving to the other end, doing a mission, blowing the building up with a fucking rocket launcher and leaving. And like, it just... All in a day's work. All in a day's work. So what's the next topic? Next David, topic is 
we should be quarantining. And Houston is probably going to go on lockdown again at some point. If you is it had... I, but is it really? Listen, even, even fucking Greg Abbott, the absolute dick weasel that he is, is saying it. Which really means... He's just part of the 5G conspiracy. Yeah, he's part of the, uh, them damn libs. They can start paying him. My uh, fucking, I was about to say Michael Bay. Uh, All right, David. Bill Howard. Gates is who I was talking about, and for some reason that translated to Michael Bay. Same number of lens flares. <laughs> You're quarantined. You have one person quarantined in your house with you, and it is a superhero. What superhero do you not want it to be? Who oh, can we the, do the other one, please? The supervillain? You want to do not quarantined with? Yes, absolutely. All right. Who is the worst superhero to be quarantined with? All excited about my best superhero to be quarantined no, with. No, no, that's why. That's It was always going to be the worst. God damn it. Yeah. I, I think that's a pretty easy choice for me. Mermaid Man. <laughs> Hold I on. Definitely, definitely wouldn't want to be quarantined with Mermaid Man. Wet Superman? <laughs> yes, Wet Superman. Mm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. SpongeBob Mermaid Man? Yes, SpongeBob Mermaid Man. I'm pretty sure he can't breathe on land, so that... Well, that... he is Ernest Borknine, so it is it is a problem, because he is also dead. Yeah. So... Yeah. But he would just get water everywhere, and he'd leave his slippers, and he'd forget, and every time you said anything... Uh, you know about uh, you know a baby a reveal of evil, yeah, evil, evil, evil. evil. Just couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah, couldn't. And then he gets, you know, he's old. You have to be real careful. He's overweight. He he fills all of those categories. So you have to take extra precautions because oh, yeah. he needs to be extra precautious. And if you get sick, then you have to quarantine from your own house. It's just a whole can of worms with him. Fuck. Well, you are right. Like all of that sounds exhausting i know i never would have thought of that one no so you come to me for these answers david yeah that is that is exactly why i come to you for these answers no thank you as always no one perfect <laughs> you're perfect and and your wisdom is invaluable brent what schlop are you bringing to the table <laughs> who am i not wanting to quarantine with i mean i don't like most people to begin with so like <laughs> It's kind of hard to like narrow that down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me, give me, get, like narrow it down for me. Give me a, give me a franchise. Let's go. Or, like a, or a Let's... genre or something. Oh man. I, well, I'll, I'll leave it up to you, Marvel or DC. So no, this is what you're saying. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> narrow like, it that's, down. That's narrowing Anything. it down. That's narrowing it down. Okay, so of of no of one the picked two... one from fucking SpongeBob. Who owns SpongeBob, Brent? <laughs> Dark Horse. I thought SpongeBob was in the Black Library. <laughs> <laughs> he is powerful enough. Yeah. Um. He commands the twenty first legion. I think. I'm gonna. I'm, gonna I'm leaving. I'm leaving the two. Although technically, I guess it's DC now. I'm gonna go Rorschach from Watchmen. I as soon as you said technically DC, I knew it was gonna be Rorschach. I think that'd probably be the worst superhero to be. Uh, I don't know. It's not actually super, but the worst, the worst good crime fighter to beat. 
I'm Shut not on. trapped in here with you. <laughs> You're trapped in here with <laughs> I'm me. I know. I know I'm trapped in here with you. You All say right? that every breakfast, Rorschach. Come on. <laughs> I know. Just eating fucking beans out of the can. Just eating all my fucking dry, my fucking, oh, my canned goods. You don't bathe. We have water. Like drinking the tuna juice just right out of the can. Fucking, uh, you, I don't think he bathes. Right. But on the other hand, isn't he homeless in the comics? Maybe he'd just be thankful to be in a house. Is he homeless? No, I think he's got a, he's got an apartment. Because his landlady always hits him up for his rent, and she always has like bite marks on her neck and reminds him of his mom. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I'm rereading it, so that's why I was. Oh okay, yeah. Top of my top of my mind. No, that's 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 a really good one. What um, about you, David? What superhero would you not want to quarantine with? I have thought about this clearly, and, and I because I, you asked the question. I think. The one that I would most hate being trapped with is, God, I was hoping that would be, it's a tie for me, but it's a very, it's a very clear and simple tie. It's either one, Superman, because I hate him. I just I hate Superman. He's he's just so he probably hates you too, David. He, so. You know what? That's fine. That's good. I hope he does. <laughs> I hope he does, and I hope he knows I hate him too. He knows he I, can never be a real American. Yeah, no, he can't. He's, he is a literal alien. <laughs> uh, uh, but he, uh, you know, I I'm sure he would just go on and on about all. Well, you know, back before the quarantine, I did. I did this and this, and I was so strong. And this time, I, I once beat Sinestro for Green Lantern, and I also happened to save my steady girlfriend, Lois Lane. Shut up. Shut your fantastically super mouth. I'm going to throw a wrench in there that I don't think Superman would need to quarantine. All right, cool. You know Push what? my glasses up here, that, actually. <laughs> Brent, you know what? That's a very good point. You're absolutely right. I don't have to worry about him. That's why my real answer is the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I I have a feeling that in the same way that you would be nervous, like Nolan, you would be nervous around Mermaid Man, I would be terrified of saying an innocuous word that fucking activates his sleeper training. Yeah, you don't want to be hanging out with a sleeper cell agent. Cause yeah, like, like just, just that's quite a all. loquacious individual at times. And like, who knows? And it's it's just like oh hey David what are you doing oh hey Winter Soldier I'm just over here playing uh fucking Halo and then just like he sees me shooting the uh, you know machine gun and suddenly I'm on the ground with a metal arm choking me because he's having a I don't know which war flashback. Well, I would imagine the the scenario that would set him off is like, you know, ring, 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 you get a, a phone call, and uh, someone asks you to do a survey, and all he hears is your hat. And it's just, <laughs> kumquat, tomorrow, locomotive. Mm-hmm. Right. Subway. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a secret code. Yeah. And then he just turns around, and he punches a hole through your, your face. Yeah, yeah. I. This is why I can't have nice things. Okay, the follow-up to that. Who is the worst super villain to be quarantined with? All of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, again, you need, like, who's the best supervillain? 
to be? Like worst superhero, best supervillain. I don't know, but okay. Who's who's the best then, Brent? Well, because I mean, like worst, like they all, all of them. They'd all try to kill me. I don't no, want to be corny no, with no. any of them. No, no, no. We're not talking about like real life. You know, on we're talking on, we're talking roommate situation here. Yeah, we're talking roommate situation. <sighs> Condiment man. What? Yeah, he's a real villain with Batman. That's a, yeah. It's a Batman Condiment villain. Man? Condiment Hold on. Man. Hold on, Brent. This is not the first time you're hearing about Condiment Man. Is this the first Condiment time you're man. hearing about Condiment what, Man? What? Which? Which? Which universe is this from? DC. He's, DC. he's a Batman no, but I mean, like, villain. Which? Which? Oh, iteration animated, of... animated series, but then they brought him into the comics because it was so funny. New Fifty Two or Rebirth? I don't. I don't. I, it, he came out in like '93. In yeah, not Batman rebirth. the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. And then they went, oh, this is kind of silly, but he's now a canonical Batman villain. Condiment Man. Condiment yeah. Man. Why would you not want to be... He'd have all the condiments. First appearance in comics, Birds of Prey, number 37, 2002. Yeah, hmm. you said who would be the best supervillain. No, he said the worst. Oh, no, we agreed on the worst. Oh, I thought we were going back to the best. No, we didn't no, agree. No, no, no. You just, just strong armed it in there. You just. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's yeah, probably the best. Yeah, you'd never run out of condiments. No, you'd be great. But then, of course, one of us would be like, oh, do you have pepper jelly? And he'd be like, oh, that's, that's not a condiment. It's not, and then, it's like, not really a condiment. Yeah, that that's where he turns into the worst. It's more because, of a sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the sauce boss. That's a different guy. <laughs> you guys know? Do you guys know Kite Man from Batman? Yes. Yeah. He... Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> have you watched? Have you watched the Harley Quinn cartoon? No, but he's in Rebirth. For he's a big character in a lot of them. He's a big part of the uh, of the animated series with Harley Quinn. I, I laugh out loud reading oh the comics God. anytime Kite Man shows up. He's He's used as like a foil for like a major plot down the road. It's it's really good. It's like the one the one person they didn't expect, Kite Man. He's like Kite in the background, like hell yeah. Uh, Poison Ivy falls in love with Kite Man, and it's hilarious because she's embarrassed to be seen with him, as she should be. Yes. I'm going to go with um, M. Bison from Street Fighter. Oh, why? Just on a person-to-person basis, we would not get along. You would not get along. Very, very egomaniacal, very narcissistic. And that's my job, goddammit. I'm not (laughs) sharing the platform with somebody just because you've got a cool military hat and can do the spinny lightning. (laughs) You know, in, in terms of like bad roommates with him, I imagine like if you ever confronted him about anything like Bison, listen, man, I, I had that quesadilla in the fridge because I intended on eating it. It was my leftovers. I can't believe you would do that. And he's walking around the room, putting on his robe, changing out his hats. And he says, to you, it was, your favorite leftovers that you were going to eat, but to me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> and then he just and then he just walks out of the room because he's what? a dick. To you, 
That was your the leftovers of your favorite Chinese from Flaming Walk. To me, that was brunch. <laughs> Is this supposed to be y'all's, y'all's Raul Julia impression? Yeah, it's different... bad. I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I, I, I wish I, doing, I could do a good Raul Julia. I was just doing a shitty voice. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know who I was doing. I I gotta say, sorry for the tangent. My like Raul Julia as Gomez Adams is like what I what hope we should all strive for. Yes, yes, that's what I hope people see when they see me with my wife. As much as it embarrasses Savannah. <laughs> which which yeah. brings us to our next spot. <laughs> Come on, tell us about your game of why do you do it that way? So at the beginning of quarantine, oh, I saw tish, this tweet. Tish, why the fuck do you do it that way? <laughs> uh, at the beginning of quarantine, there's this tweet that was circulating of, um, I, I believe it was a guy. It, it was left fairly if I remember correctly, gender neutral of, you know, now that I'm home with my spouse so much, we like to play this game called, why do you do it that way? There are no winners. I had a laugh. I showed my wife, she had a laugh and then we started playing and it's true. So, uh, our big thing is that I was apparently for my entire life misinformed on how to put dishes into a dishwasher. (laughs) So, (laughs) I uh, I thought I was doing a favor to my wife, and I was putting dishes into the dishwasher, and she <laughs> walks up, walks up and is watching me put dishes in, and she just goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "I'm I'm doing the dishes, babe. I'm gonna I'm gonna put these in there." And she's like, "That was rhetorical, Nolan. You should have known that." <laughs> Pretty much, because she just like she looks at me and she doesn't say anything, and she just starts rearranging the dishes and sighs, and I was like, "Oh, oh wow." Well then, you so I just... re- you're really bad at it, Nolan. You did such a bad job that someone someone chose to do the chore again. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? Like break them all and then like stack them backwards <laughs> so they wouldn't get more dirty and then like you know put the plastics on the bottom. Savannah yeah. is very good at 3D Tetris and apparently I don't have that skill. So she she just comes in and stacks them together and all the lines disappear as she puts the plate in. So that's a that's that's one. We've we've had a lot. I I think a lot of people have See what you guys are eventually going to figure out. Even though, Nolan, you've been married longer than I have. And David's been married longer than I have. I've been in a relationship probably longer than the two of you. Well, I'm older, so I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. Once <laughs> <laughs> so you figure it out, like, just, she'll she'll be the do-the-dishes person. And you just pick something else, and then don't don't worry about it. You know what I mean? I don't clean the bathroom. Just don't do it. Because I'm going to do a shitty job, so... Just don't do it. And then Tanvi does the bathroom, so I pick other chores and I do those. I, I mow the lawn because I can mow it all in one go. I don't have to stop <laughs> and wait till the next day and do it again. So that's my chore. Honey, is there anything that I do that when you watch me do it, you're like, why do you do it that way? Yes. That... The answer is yes. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's coming upstairs. <laughs> okay. 
the world needs what to is know. I do you have, have done I do this have to my yourself, video David. Camera, well, not... it's, it's not so much that I'm like, why do you do things this way? But more like a, this is a David way of doing things. And it's how you eat your pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking of like a chore way. I know about the pancakes. You know, way you got it made great. when your wife is oh, judging no, your pancake the eating. The chore thing is just, you just do it. You just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not a weird way of cleaning the kitchen if you just don't do the countertop. <laughs> I love you. Welcome to Versus Anne, where we bite off so, more than we can yeah, chew. Yeah, I um, okay, never mind then. So I, I knew the answer. Thank you. You fucking Parker. weird pancake eating motherfucker. How do you my, eat your pancakes? What do you do? Like eat them I, like a taco or something? I eat like my pancakes. I eat my pancakes the same Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Nolan, I want you to guess first. <laughs> I, I'm guessing he like rolls it up like a a, a, a cigar like a with like Nutella in the middle and lights it on fire and smokes it. I don't know. Like, I'm guessing be he honest, folds it in half. That's not it, but it will be. He bites now. the middle out and then goes from inside to outside. Oh God! Spiral. He's so got like a circular string of pancakes. So you've just got like a a, a pancake necklace at the end, and you can just dip in the syrup and. Brent, that's. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would I eat my pancakes like I eat my pizza? <laughs> Everybody knows. Yeah. Um, the best way to eat pizza is from the inside out. Yeah. Well, with a spiral. Cindy tells this story because we were younger, we were in college, and she. it was one of the moments that she was like, I love this man. And it's, we were at IHOP. I was tired and I was hangry, but I still took the time to do my pancakes the same way I always do them, which is, let's say it's like three stacks, you know, like three pancakes on the stack. I take the butter, cut it, put some on the bottom pancake, drop it, put some on the next pancake, drop it, and then put it on the top pancake. By the time, you know, like give it a little bit of time. The warmth of the pancakes melts the butter. So those get buttery. And then I take the syrup, lift up the bottom pancake, pour syrup until it's... You had me. You had me until that. Now you're getting sticky. Nah, pour pour the syrup until it gets completely covered. Drop the pancake, do that to the next one. Drop the pancake, do it to the top one. And then take the time. This is where... I think this is the part that really gets her. Take the time to cut the entire stack into bite-sized squares. What are you like the fucking Rain Man of IHOP or something? <laughs> I am doing it the way I always have. <laughs> and I, I tell you, I think the reason I do that is because it's the way my dad did it for me as a child. But I think the reason my dad did it for me that way was so that he didn't have to keep cutting my pancake. <laughs> Midway I cut through. up all my food. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my it's it's a lot. I feel bad because it's a lot sweeter than y'all's. <laughs> Her the the what she was saying about uh the kitchen. I'll clean the kitchen, which is me putting all the dishes away you, and you making sure the kitchen, David. Making sure everything is where it's supposed to be it's, in the kitchen. Tidy. You're Appar- organizing the kitchen. Apparently. What you're also supposed to do is 
wipe down the counters, get all the stuff off of them, and then wipe them down with Lysol, and then sweep, and then mop, and then like go into the top of That's the right, light and get animal. all what did you think and get all the bugs out of the light, and wipe down the inside of the sink, and just you know. You're you're saying it like that's not a thing. Like that's well, what clean means. But okay, so I'm I'm on board with David. Because, what are you like, from Florida or something, David? <laughs> Worse. <laughs> so I want to talk about uh, what we are reading during, uh, I guess, kind of quarantine, depending on what state you're in. Um, I I just finished the first edition of Infinite Worlds, which is a new science fiction magazine. It's it's given our scope and scale of what we can access on the internet. It's it's surprising how small a magazine is these days. I haven't read a magazine since like highlights and boys life, <laughs> <clears throat> but it's really cool. Uh, it's like um, there's no ads. It's like it's like just made by this production company. It's got short stories, science fiction short stories like they used to do back in the old days. Yeah, um, really cool full page. Um, artwork with links to people's Instagrams. And this first edition had an interview with Mastodon, the, oh, the heavy metal psychedelic band. Yeah. I'll put a little clip in right there. Anyway, I've, I bought uh, editions... Or volumes one, two, and four. One, three, and four. Um, so I'm super excited to read through them. The first issue has three short stories. Um, Clocked and Loaded by K.N. Doozy. I don't know how you say that. I've only ever seen it written. Um, <laughs> it's a real cool time time travel short story. Uh, Downbeats in Space by Dr. Sheila Smith, which it's kind of a more... I don't know the exact word for it, like post sci-fi almost, like not exact. It's kind of, got, it's got aliens kind of, but it's also got like parliament and funkadelic in there. So okay. it's a bit, it's a bit weird, but it, but it's cool. And then um, another one called the most beautiful girl in the world by Dennis Johnson, which is a really cool end of the world dystopian. think the ending of beneath planet of the apes sort of stuff. But um it's really nice. I'm not normally into short stories, more into the longer stories, but but these 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 were these were hand curated, I think, and it, it, it's real nice. So if you're interested, anybody out there, they're not sponsoring us or anything, but Infinite Worlds, uh, if you want to check that out, they've got a lot of cool stuff. They're on um, Instagram, which is how we found out about them. So just just search Infinite Worlds, and you can go to their website and order stuff. They got the really cool um, spaghetti noodle font heavy metal shirt with their logo you guys know what i'm talking about yeah like, is yeah. this yeah. a heavy metal logo or <laughs> is this like you know it's like slipknot or yeah. death clock or literally any heavy metal band no but the font it's just even crazier you know what i mean yeah. it's like yeah take the focus down their anyway. instagram has a they, they share a lot of contemporary artists but they also put up a lot of old like 50s 40s 50s and 60s Vintage stuff yeah, it, it's really cool. Like, it, it's a really cool Instagram just to scroll through. Yep. Nolan, what are you going to be reading soon? I am going to be reading the new Dresden Files because it came out today. And I What's am, it called? What's it called? It is called Peace Talks. Boring. I know. Um, but in the last book, he did introduce the Greek 
uh, Pantheon. Pantheon, all so, of it. Yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. to get into that. Yep, I'm looking for I'm looking for some Dionysus in there. I want to see Jim Butcher's take on Dionysus with some wine and revelry. Uh-huh. How long has it been since the last one? Five uh, six, years. Six years. Six years. Yeah, 2014. Which is weird. Like his so his writing style will be six years newer, but like the characters are going to be the same, unless yeah. unless the book set six years in the future. I, I'll find out in a couple of days. Do you think he will have written COVID into it? Uh, no. I, God, I hope not. It's like every modern book's got to have COVID now. Well, the thing is, he's got the next one coming out in September. So like he didn't put out any books for six years, and he's got Why two the- coming out in three months. All right, whatever. I'm going to buy them both. Yeah, I've already bought them both. (laughs) (laughs) David, you reading anything fun? Uh, Soon I will be reading the dialogue in Paper Mario, The Origami King. What? Uh, It's the new Paper Mario game. (laughs) I thought that was like the name of the scholarly journal or something. The dialogue in... (laughs) The dialogue in uh, Paper Mario... Uh, mm-hmm. The Origami King. It's about a man who a meditation. Um, lives on an <laughs> island, uh, and the entire island is made of origami. Um, that's kind of true. I'm sure that all of Paper Mario World is made of origami, but either way, it comes out Friday, and I'm probably buying it. Very cool. I, it's not cool. Illiteracy is rampant, and I am not helping our fucking species by just reading the dialogue in a video game for children at least you are reading it Eh, you can't play that game without reading it it's not like call of duty you skip all the cutscenes and just play i found out that when you are tweeting about call of duty you just write the letters cod yeah i thought People, youths, oh. were complaining about COD. What the fuck's up with... Is anybody else having a problem with COD? I don't... What's going on with COD? I'm like, who, who is tweeting about... I don't get it. Why are these kids... Do you believe this, these new updates in COD? All the fins aren't in the right place, and it's, it's not tasting it good anymore. Well, I scraped all the tweets for a project I'm working on, so it doesn't have any pictures or anything. It just says the words. And it's just like, anybody else having a problem with COD tonight? I'm like, not me. We... <laughs> Oh, yeah, dinner an hour ago. I don't know what. We we pan fried it. We breaded it, pan fried yeah. it. It's fine. It's great. Yeah, panko. Brenton, Patricia, Lacey. Mm. I, I cannot say that I am more befuddled <laughs> that you did not pick up on this sooner. I like, didn't you play Call of Duty? No. He didn't dad know what grinding is, David. Come on. He, I, I expect oh, to know fuck. COD you know what? Grinding That's is a... either for a skateboard or for seventh grade dances. It's like one <laughs> or the other. Oh. Yes, seventh grade. <laughs> anyway, so this way. has been Versus and yep. the show where we ask the questions that we probably shouldn't have asked. Yeah. Uh, I have been disappointed that I don't get to spend the quarantine with my favorite superhero, Elastigirl. Brent Lacey. I'm still disappointed in Brent Lacey, David Holman. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm. Hang on, was that, was that? I'm still disappointed in Brent Lacey, comma David Holman, or semicolon. Uh, semicolon. Okay, very good. 
and I am uh, continuing to check the the script of my life and continue to be Nolan Lacey. No, no, do it again. Do it longer. Do it longer. Uh, this bit I, is so good. Yeah, I, I am. I am uh, checking the the script that was handed to me. That is actually the the detailed notes of my existence. And, hold on. Uh, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Let me. Let me. It's just. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. All right, hold on. Uh, we gotta, gotta. Am I? Hold on. Is it? Is it? Is it good over there? I think I'm close to the end over here. You guys might oh. be proud. Nolan Lacey. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all under Final Plank. Uh, we'll see you guys next month. Thanks for listening. Bye. Versus And is produced by Brent Lacey, Nolan Lacey, and David Hallman. This show is edited by whoever feels like it this month. The theme music is composed and provided courtesy of Kevin McLeod. Versus And is a Final Plank Media production. Thank you for listening. Sight to rain down your